Welcome back to Eviction Radio. Today on the show, we have Cara and Felice from Pane Dolcetti. That is a cafe located in Wilbraham, Massachusetts. And we talked to them about what it takes to run a cafe and how Felice gets up really early, about 2.30 every morning to go and bake the bread. He rides his bike to work on top of that. So he is a dedicated guy right there. Um, We talk also about how important it is to buy local and some of the reasons why it's so important. You know, spend your money locally. That way your money stays locally. It trickles down. So please buy local when you can. We hope you guys enjoy this show. So thanks for coming on, guys. Kara and Felice from Pane Dolcetti. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, that, That sounded all right. I didn't butcher it. No, you did great. Uh, oh, good, good. All right. So um, you are a cafe in Wilbraham. What time does the, the average day start for a cafe owner? The average day. I get up around 2.30 Oof. in the morning. A.M. A.M. And then I, I ride my bike to work, like six miles. And then Love that. It starts so like about 3.30 is when I get here. Start prepping everything for the morning. So you're getting up at 2.30, getting to the bakery or the cafe at 3.30. Is, and is that in, you know, because you're making everything for that day? Is that kind of the... Uh, yeah, certain things have to be done um, every day. Yeah. Yeah. And if I don't get there early enough, I will never have enough time to get it ready. So what are, there some, what are some of the things that you're get, kind of getting ready for the day? Um, all of the bread that we do, um, we, we make fresh every morning. So we make focaccia and uh, an Italian bread and scones and muffins and cookies and all of that stuff. Bumbaloni, which is an Italian donut. Um, we've been doing some cinnamon rolls too. Nice. Earlier. What kind of bike do you ride? <laughs> it's a Bianchi. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, road bike. You must have a light, blinking light set up and everything. I mean, yes. Year round, it's, it's dark. <laughs> Yes, I mean, there's not many people up that early, so. More animals. He runs into more animals yeah. than people, which is good. Some deer. I mean, cool. Matt cool. is asking you about your bike because he um, has long criticized my bike that I ride, and um, he's embarrassed to ride a bike with me, so that's why he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What kind of bike do you have? I have uh, a very, very old Jameis mountain bike that I've converted into a, I don't even know what you would call it, Matt. I wouldn't even call it a bike. At this point, <laughs> he gets embar- yeah. He was embarrassed riding with me because I ride in like sweatpants, a sweatshirt, and gloves from Tractor Supply, and he's got like the Tour de France. To outfit, so. to ride with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm selling him my bike, so I, I, I'm riding a, a cycle cross bike on the road. A lot of fun. So you, your day starts crazy early, two thirty. Yeah. Do you get used to that? Is it like um, just like, do you wake up naturally or do you have to like set an alarm and you got to make sure that I, that I, thing goes off? I or? set an alarm, but I, I usually um, wake up right around that time, even on my days off. What know. time are you going to bed? Not early enough, like 9 30, <laughs> 10 o'clock. Oh man, you're yeah. sleep deprived, dude. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, yeah, yeah, you got to work on that. So, so how, many day, how many days a week are you doing that? Um, when we were open all the time, it was, uh, six days. Wow. That is intense. So you're making, you're making everything from scratch. Where are you getting some of the ingredients? 
like the flours for the, how do you make bread? What's the process to making bread, I guess? I mean, it's uh, flour, water, salt, and yeast. That's pretty much it. Okay. And, some of and, we're, more, and magic. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Yeah. That it's the most important ingredient, I'm sure. So where do you get those ingredients? Like the, the flour, and I'm, I'm assuming the water is just uh, town water. Or... Right, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the flour is just from one of our distributors. It's nothing, I mean, it, it's a uh, King Arthur is what we use. So it really is like the, the magic. I mean, because, I mean, anybody can get flour and water, but you, right, you, know, you right. go to one cafe, you try uh, some bread and then you go to another one and they're drastically different. So right. can you describe some of that magic? Like, that's one of the things we can't talk about now. <laughs> yes, is, it is it like timing? Is literally, it literally what, what, time. Is yeah, I mean, you just have to, to know what the dough is supposed to be like in through the process. Um, you can overproof things, you can mix things too long. I mean, um, we've had other people make his bread using his recipe, his technique, and it's still not the same. So, right. It's, 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 it is. So where, yeah. where did you kind of learn these things? How did you, how did you get into this? Um, so I learned a lot from my parents. Um, they did a lot of uh, baking and pastries when I was a kid. Um, and I also went to culinary school in New York. So I learned stuff from there. And then a uh, place I worked at, Cafe Grumpy, opened up a bakery. I learned a lot from that. Cafe Grumpy, is that in New York or is that local? Yeah. And, uh, Brooklyn, yeah. Uh, based in Brooklyn, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. And we carry their coffee in our shop now. So we kind of took that from New York and brought that back here with us to Western Mass. So Nice. Awesome. I also saw Monsoon Roastery yeah. on your yeah. uh, website. Great guy. Yeah. Good friends of ours. We love them. So I'm curious to... Um, to see what you guys think. You have a Dunkin' Donuts across the street. Does that help or hurt you? Do you think you get some customers from them? Or do you even look at them like a competitor? I mean, I don't, I don't think they're a competitor, honestly. It's, it's crazy how that's, that's turned into like they're not even a competitor. I feel kind of the same way. Yeah, it's, when we first opened right here, a lot of people said, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right across the street. Are you sure that's a good idea? And I just kind of always felt like, it's such a different customer that we're going to get in here. Um, you know, the people who don't want to go through a drive through and who don't want, you know, kind of fast food stuff are going to come to us. You know, we bake everything from scratch daily, you know, change it up all the time. It's, it's just such a completely different, whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that all like small, smaller local coffee shops, steer away from the drive-thru like i don't know of any that do have a drive-thru is it because that the amount of time that each order takes or like even shelburne falls which is like a mini major type coffee shop right they don't have drive-thrus either it's always kind of yeah. confusing yeah. that's pretty interesting um, and it's probably the real estate yeah. too right what's that it's probably the real estate finding the building yeah that has a drive-thru yeah yeah so a lot of it isn't like nobody really owns their own buildings. Yeah, you, know? you have to have and more staff too. You have, right, you have to have more staff and I don't know, like the, the fast food aspect is never really, it's not, like, I don't think it's part of the original plan, you know? Yeah. It wasn't for us anyway. Yeah, this is way different now, like all the takeout and everything. Yeah. It's typically people staying here and kind of hanging out. and Right, you know, it's about that, it's about the experience more than yeah. anything right. else, right? right. 
I mean, people come here and they like they call that this their office, you know, and it's really cool because people work from here. So, you know, we really like that people come and hang out here. That is cool. And, you know, I think that we, we don't talk about it enough on our podcast here about why like buying local and dealing with local businesses is so important. You know, and, and for me, I think one of the biggest uh, things that I've seen since we started doing this is, you know, you get these people to spend money that, you know, goes to you, you guys, and then yeah. you spend money in the community. Whereas like Dunkin' Donuts, you spend money with Dunkin' Donuts, that money gets spent, you know, wherever the owner of a hundred Dunkin' Donuts lives right. and, and it's not around here. You know, but the trickle down effect, when you think of it, it's like, you know, landscaping contractors, like they, all that money, it leaves here and it doesn't come back. I feel right. like once the money leaves Western Massachusetts, it's not going to, you know, most likely it's not going to come back. You know, right. like the Berkshires or vacation spots might be a little bit different. So um, I wish I knew that when I was younger, you know, like I would have been more conscious of like spending money with local businesses like, like Pane Dolcetti. And, um, right. and so, yeah, I think it's important to get that, get that out there and be like, Hey guys, yeah. Yeah. we're spending think- your money to, with, with these people or these people that live here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, yeah coming right back into our community we go shopping at you know our local big y or whatever i mean it's all you know support other local businesses too so and kind of yeah so you guys yeah and it's cool um i was looking up where you guys are located uh wilbraham it seems like it's it might as well be boston from southampton it seems far (laughs) right right because there's not like a direct highway to connect it um so, but I'm familiar with the area and you got a lot of local businesses right in that plaza, which seems really cool. A couple gyms, uh, salon and everything. Do you, do you work well with them and do you guys all get along and, and share, kind of share customers? Yeah, well, I, I would say like since we, in the, in the, um, in the six plus years that we've been here, there's a lot of businesses that have come and gone. Um, so, and a lot of, a few of the businesses are like back behind us. So we're not like right next door to them. So right next door to us, we have a nail salon. So that's kind of cool because we do get, you know, people waiting for appointments. So they'll come in here and grab a coffee or grab a coffee before they go get their nails done. And then um, on the other side of us, up until the new, the start of this year, um, we've had Michael's Pasta in a pan restaurant here. So that's kind of, you know, people would come there and come check us out just because they were already going there. Um, they're closed now and a new restaurant's opening up. So we're hoping for the same kind of, their customers kind of just take a walk over here and check us out. And then our customers, hopefully they will check them out too, so. Cool. So in this current environment, what do you guys do? How did you shift gears and how are you bringing, you know, revenue in? How are you surviving right now? What are you guys doing? When this all started, um, we were kind of panicked. Like, we're gonna have to close our business. This is our livelihood. So the thought of closing our business was really um, scary. So I feel like Felicia and I, since we opened, are always looking for ways to kind of reinvent ourselves. So it's not the same old thing all the time. So we just kind of had to adapt to the, 
to the situation and also keep ourselves safe and keep our customers safe. So we're like, how can we do that? So we launched online ordering, um, which is kind of something we've thought about doing since we opened, never really got around to it, kind of played with it a little bit. But I'm like, no, I think this is the way because we're not going to be interacting with customers. We're not going to be handling cash if people are placing their orders online. Um, and we've blocked off part of the store too. So they can literally come in the door, grab their order and leave. So I feel like it was safest for customers and also for us too, to just prepare an order, put it on a table, let somebody grab their order and leave. And I really think it's worked out. Yeah, it's been, it's been great. Um, sometimes it gets overwhelming with people calling orders and yeah. the online orders, but you know, we kind of deal with it as best we can. And, uh, people are usually pretty understanding, um, but it works. It works well. Um, I definitely was unsure of it when we started it. I, I was like, people aren't going to do this. Nobody's going to want to order stuff online. But once they realize they can, I, I feel like people just can't stop doing it. Right, and more and more and more people are doing it online too. We have a sign on our door that says, "Please order online." So people will like sit. We'll see people like sit in their car and order online. It goes through right away, so it's it's really easy, and people are like, "We're getting more used to it," and and our customers are getting used to it as well. Will you continue that ordering online once things go back to normal? In air quotes over here. Yeah, I would like to. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see us getting rid of it now. I think it's. It helps us prepare. People will order things the day before. Yeah. Um, so then we have a pretty good idea of how the day's gonna go as far as like bigger orders. So it, it's it's pretty helpful. Who do you find are doing those kinds of orders? Are they, you know, groups? Are they um, individual customers? What are you seeing as a trend there? Uh, I think it's mainly individual customers, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, I mean, we were getting bigger orders before when there were more businesses running. More right? businesses open, people yeah. order lunch from us. And I don't think that's happening as much yeah. right now. But. A lot of salons, you know, they'll order lunches from us, but all the salons are closed right now. So, right. like a lot of other businesses are closed too. So, we're not seeing a lot of the big orders. Um, so... What are a couple of your favorite uh, menu items that you guys sell your staple items um what do you um, like <laughs> what do i like um, the buffalo everything she's supposed to say everything I, that, that's the problem <laughs> i do like everything um, what do you love love <laughs> i love the bumbaloni so the bumbaloni is an italian donut um yeah, and we fill it with, we change up the fillings all the time. We have some, we fill one with Nutella. Mm. We fill one with uh, Italian pastry cream, and then we kind of switch up the flavors every week. So we'll do an espresso filling, or we'll do um, like a strawberry filling, and dip the top in chocolate. So it's like a chocolate-covered strawberry donut. It's just amazing. Are you guys still doing a lot of experimental, like you must have, you know, you developed your menu, obviously. But yeah, like I you start like with always, one, are you always trying to trying new things out and new toppings and? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're constantly doing different stuff. Some stuff we don't keep and we do it for a little bit, but yeah, we always try to do different. And lately we've had a lot of um, requests for vegan items. So we started doing a couple of vegan tarts that have just, they've been so popular. 
They're yeah. so delicious and they're so, I mean, I don't want to say not health food, but it's, I mean, like compared to the alternative, yeah. it's, um, it is, a, it's a healthier option. And I feel like people are more um, looking for that kind of stuff. So we are kind of navigating our menu towards that kind of stuff too. We've, so the vegan items have kind of taken off as well. Uh, I really hope people are looking towards more healthier foods after this, right? It's like, if, they, yeah. if, if they're not understanding that underlying health conditions are a huge contributor to you know, the, the deaths and just um, all the losses, then I don't know what would wake people up, but. Yeah, not to say that our stuff, I wouldn't call it a health food, but at least it's not processed. At least when you buy local, you know what you're putting in your body. It's yeah. not preservatives, it's not additives, there's no um, yeah. artificial colorings and flavorings. So, And more of that thing, like sugar is sugar, your body knows what to do with it. But when you start getting those other chemicals and compounds into the food, your body doesn't know what to do with it. And I mean, it, there's links that, you know, trace back to cancer and all, all these other things because yeah. uh, it's so foreign, you know, sugar is in, yeah. is in fruit. It's in, it's in a lot of things. So, um, you know, you should, you can burn it off pretty quickly, but when you, yeah, once you get all that other stuff in there, um, yeah. yeah. But. So it's a much better alternative to something that you would buy in a package, you know, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. For sure. For sure. Like, uh, like what people are buying across the street. At the unnamed cafe or yeah. coffee shop. <laughs> it is not a cafe. You can't. That's no, a yeah, that's true. Call good good call. Cafe. Right. You call it a cafeteria. Okay. Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yes, it's more accurate. Yeah. So, all right. So that, uh, what, is, what is it? Bumble Bay Donut? Bumble. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm horrible. Horrible. I'm um, all right. So that's like a bre breakfast item. You guys do paninis and yeah, uh, sandwiches yeah. as well. So let's yeah. talk about one of those. We make our own bread, first of all. So I feel like that's like the first step that kind of sets our sandwiches apart from other places. I mean, the fresh bread really makes a difference. Mm. Um, and then, what's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about bubble Now you can talk about so your the, favorite. Then you know my that. favorite sandwich is is uh, it's like a mashed chickpea sandwich. Well, it's mashed chickpeas, a yellow roasted tomato, maybe arugula, and uh, balsamic vinegar. Oh, that, that sounds amazing. That, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite good. Yeah. Cool. So where do you it's, get the inspiration for that kind of um, combination? I mean, I would never have thought, you know, the, the smashed chickpeas is what's going into the favorite sandwich. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, we had a chickpea salad. Yeah. So we had all those ingredients and I, and I was, I wanted to make a sandwich. So I just and then he just concocted it one day and he's yeah. like, I think we should put this on the menu. <laughs> and so we and we did. So you just so you take like one one of those uh, hammers and smash the chickpeas and then and then throw them in the sandwich. I mean, it's a great yeah. idea, smash smashing them like. You mean like Gallagher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we should do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, great. So how many times a week do you eat that sandwich, Felice? Do I? Um, okay. No, not every day. Uh, no. Well, we're close. Three or four times a day. I try not to eat it. So. <laughs> I probably eat it all the time, like every day. <laughs> Do you do you find that your inspirations come from certain parts of the world, or is it just something that you're cooking up in your head? Like, where do you, you know, when you're coming up with things, where are you pulling, you know, ideas from? I mean, from? well, since I'm Italian, I feel like a lot of the things go back to when I was a kid. So a lot of the times I think of things that we had when I was a child and um, I kind of go from there. Did you coincidentally buy a Bianchi bike, or is it because it's an Italian bike? Um, it's actually my maiden name, Or is it that? Is that the reason? So I'm like, you better be buying a Bianchi bike. <laughs> no, I don't know how it ended up that way, but that was a bike, and then sure oh, you don't. <laughs> so your day starts crazy early. What time does it end typically? Uh, around Never. four o'clock. It's a long ass day. Yeah. You take a you take a nap in the middle of the day behind you like want to. you have no idea. <laughs> no. Uh, but it's a little easier now. So now so I have Sunday, uh, Monday, so Tuesday off, right? And then Wednesday I we're not open, but I, I come in and do some wholesale orders and some prep for the following week. So it's not an open day. And then Thursday through Sunday we're open. Uh nine to oh. three. So walk through how people can order, like on your, like what's your website and the process to, to do it and the pickup process and everything. So if you go to panedolcetti.com, we'll have whatever we have available up on our website. And then once it's sold out, it will say sold out. Um, people can also choose their day and time of pickup. So that's helpful to people too. If somebody wants to place an order today for pickup on Saturday, they can um, do that when they check out on the website. It's pretty, it's pretty easy. I mean, you just select the item. Um, there's different modifiers. So if you want like a decaf latte or something, you can choose decaf, um, you know, choose all the, the specifications that you want and then just add it to the cart and check out. Um, pretty pretty easy process. Take all obviously you take the, all credit cards everything. It's yeah. Pretty smooth. Yeah. yeah. I think you can save your information so the next time you go on it's yeah. pretty easy to. Oh, that's sweet. And people, can, is it easily done from a mobile phone? Yes. Yeah, I've tried it from my phone. Yeah. Nice. Want to add a note? Like if you have a special request, you can add that as well. Has your food waste been down? since this happened because you're selling out and yeah. that's gotta be, yeah, that's so, gotta be awesome. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. great. So now we make a certain amount of things every day as opposed to trying to fill this case full of stuff and then kind of sell through it through the week. Right. Now we just have, we, I make a lot less stuff. It's very, it's much more focused. So there's only like four or five different things and it just works out a lot better that way. Yeah, you're not too worried about the presentation in that case that's no, always next no, to the right. register, right? You can really see it, yeah. Yeah. Our pictures on the website have to sell it too, so it's always kind of important that we have like a decent picture of whatever. We're... And on the gram, right? Yeah. Yes. Make sure that's that those that's what the kids call it. <laughs> Graham's got to be on point. Yeah, because I'll post something on Instagram and then I hear the online orders going off. 
like oh yeah post something <laughs> who who manages your instagram i do is that how much is that a lot of work it, it's pretty enjoyable like i like doing it i'm on the instagram anyway so um i guess it's a lot of work but it's uh it's fun work i mean i love putting our stuff out there especially since our shop can't be open right now you know, just putting our stuff out there. And when he makes something, I'm like, oh my God, I take a picture of it. And I'm taking a picture and posting it. So I would say it's a lot of work in a really positive way, not yeah. negative. Cool. I mean, I wish yeah. I had more time to do it, you know, to do more, to be posting stuff all the time. We do have three kids at home. So whenever I get a minute, I post stuff. God bless you. It's got to be a lot. It's got to be a lot of work. Um, so, what's the Instagram? Is it called a handle? What with its Instagram name? There is it. Yeah. Pan Dolcetti. I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Easy to find. Yeah. When I looked as well. When I looked you guys up, there's another one in Boston, I believe, or somewhere else. You guys just have one location in Wilbraham. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're not riding your bike to the other side of the state the <laughs> in the in the afternoons. Right. Anything, right? Right. <laughs> He's right. got the right setup. He's got the right bike for it, so he could do it. That's right. Yeah. Well, Let's sounds be. good. Oh no, sorry. No, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was I was going to start to wrap it up there. I mean, I think that people, you know, if you're in the Wilbraham area. Definitely check them out. The ordering sounds super easy. Um, wish you the, the, hopefully everyone opens up here soon and gets back to normal, but you keep yeah. that online ordering going and keep kicking ass and waking up early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with a friend and leave us a review. We would appreciate that. If you guys know of anybody doing something special in the Pioneer Valley, reach out matt at evictioncrossfit.com we want to talk to them we want to have them on the show have a good day guys